Hello and welcome to I See Dead Pixels. I'm your host, Aaron. I'm Nick. And I'm Colton. So how's everybody doing today? Pretty good, pretty good. Cannot complain. Uh, a little hungover, but I'm doing all right. Oh, well, you what know, else is new? <laughs> Fair point. I mean, <laughs> a bit of a booze bag, but you know. <laughs> we're good here. We're, we're, we're going. So, uh, looks like we had a busy week for gaming news. You are correct, my good friend. Let's see here. There was the uh, the Pokemon event. Anything uh, anything in there caught your guys' eye? I mean, I for one can't wait to do Pokemon Smile. I mean, I I wanna I wanna have you know that that selfie of me covered in toothpaste and you know with a Pikachu hat on. I mean, who who doesn't want that? Make sure you're getting those pearly whites. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I you know, yeah. I mean, I, I I get the point behind the game. You know. It's, it's 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 made for kids. I mean, right. It's, it's the whole point of, of them trying to give you know bring bring back that young audience again, give them something that they can do while doing a mundane task. I know when everyone's a kid, they hate brushing their teeth. Um, so you know that kind of helps cure that boredom. We saw it with the tooth tunes when we were kids, and now this is just <laughs> a new generation of of something for them to do while brushing their teeth. Yeah, I mean, not everything is going to be aimed towards no. us, you know. So it's 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 all right. I'm, I don't mind seeing that. Oh, my! You know, my little nephew could play this while uh, getting his little teeth brushed. And, and yeah, yeah, see, exactly, exactly. Uh, so with that, they also announced Pokemon Cafe Mix. That looked pretty interesting for a uh, like a puzzle game, I guess, right? Yeah, I mean, it's free. It's free to start, so that's nice. I mean, I'll at least check it out. I don't know, like what kind of crazy microtransactions they're going to have in it, but um, you kind of saw with some other their Nintendo's mobile games, they're pretty heavy on um, the microtransactions, but I mean, we'll see. I, I'm, I'm interested in it. It seems like a very, uh, a very new and fresh take on a puzzle game, so I'm pretty interested in that for sure. I'm going to guess it kind of goes more like uh, Quest, Pokemon Quest, where you can use it to um, unlock more health or energy or levels mm-hmm. uh yada 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 but uh honestly i'm kind of out on this game um could not care less personally um just i'm not i, I don't need another pokemon puzzle i want i want all the old pokemon puzzles again give us give us tri tro tre Oze again or however you say it um give us the uh pokemon puzzle block where you had the match three and you like did attacks to other you you faced other trainers and gym leaders. Um, give give us those back. I miss those. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. I, I I like I like the direction they're going. They're you know it's it, you know get, give the people the core games. Give the people the uh, the the let's go filler game, and then brings me into this. Uh, how about a new Pokemon Snap game? I mean, this is that was something I did not did not see coming. Same now, then, This is what's coming for us. I mean, yeah. like I said earlier, they're doing multiple things for, you know, different audiences, which I get, but this is going back to this home audience. This is mm-hmm. I cannot tell you how excited I am for this. Um I mean, and this is exciting. This is exciting to anyone who had a uh, in 64 and played this because this is almost like the new version of Pokemon Go. 
I mean, everyone played Pokemon Go when it came out because that was a huge nostalgia trip for everyone, and it gave you that uh, that imagery that you wanted back in the '90s when you had it on a Game Boy color and you're like man i wish i could actually catch them in real life now i pseudo had the chance you know this is just going back to the whole taking pictures with with pokemon from Mm -hmm. from n64 that if you have a switch and you're above 20 like this is going to be a nostalgia trip you're going to want this well absolutely Uh, especially when you know the the game was released 20 years ago so i mean you know you you have the the audience like our our generation maybe maybe even a little older that they're into it now my question to you guys is do you think they'll have support for the labo camera that was just going to be my next question i don't know um that would be nice the other i mean just doing any sort of that stuff because correct me if i'm wrong the camera was part of the vr setup right or was it separate I think it was that was with the first kit that they had. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, if they did the camera, that'd be great. But it, you know, even if they did this, the the VR cardboard. I mean, I bought that damn thing for however much it was from you know day one, built it, and now it's been sitting in my closet since since the first time I played it because there's just hasn't been uh, support for it. I know they did support in Breath of the Wild and Smash Bros, but I don't I don't really want to. I don't, I don't want to bother with those. Give me something that like this, where I can actually slap this up to my face, look around, take pictures, and and there's actually a point to using the VR. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I feel like they'd be crazy and almost shooting themselves in the foot if they're not implementing Labo. Labo was such a good idea, not to get off on a tangent, but it was such a good idea at the start, and then they just never took off with it. They never did anything with it other than the little mini games that you had. Uh, and they, they just didn't show a lot of support, which it seems like they do often with, with a lot of their their games. I mean, look at Mario Party uh, for the Switch. We haven't right. seen any updates for that. We haven't seen anything, and that could have been something that would have been extremely successful. And they're just... They have yet to do anything with it. Same thing with Labo. They could, that, that could have been successful. Well, let me. Um, they just didn't really implement it. Go ahead. Well, let me let me hit you with this then uh, to follow up with that um, real quick. Do you think Labo was one of those Nintendo? You know, we're going to see how it works and then maybe come back to it in the next generation of Switch or whatever that console may be. You know, implement something that way. Like, okay, we, we're experimenting with it now. It's low budget. Let's make the the consumer our our R and D see how well it is. If it takes off, then we know we have something in our back pocket that we can add, you know, years later. Um, I feel like that's a possibility, but at the same time, why not show a little bit more support then? I mean, I feel like there's been a pretty big consensus of anyone who's bought it, you know, they enjoyed building it, they enjoyed playing those mini games, but after you play those mini games for 30 minutes, it gets old. I mean, it, they could have added a couple things. And then I heard the Breath of the Wild thing you get used to, but it's it's pretty decent. I've heard Smash is alright because you kind of have that the uh, third person view of fights. Um, but other than that, I mean, they haven't done a lot with those. This would be the perfect spot for this whole camera, for the camera um, mm-hmm. Labo, and I, I don't I doubt they're going to do anything with it even though they should. Um, there's been a number of games they could have used that fishing kit for i mean there's 
there's a lot of stuff. I think really the only one that actually took off and correct me if I'm wrong was the uh, pedals and steering wheel that you could use with Mario Kart, correct? Yeah, that one. I think the bike too. And the bike, yes. Yeah. Um, but I mean, other than that, they, they the piano, for instance, that piano that you could build. Why not have some sort of connection or support with that in Clubhouse? I mean, they give you that piano in Clubhouse. Why not be able to build it and have that have that same thing going? I don't know. Yeah, you can see that. Um, so back to the uh, the Pokemon news. So I don't know if any of you play Pokemon Go, but uh, from from what I saw, it looks like there's going to be the uh, Pokemon Go Fest will be all digital this year. Digital. Yeah, and that um that looked cool. I'm not I'm not too into Pokemon Go, so I never took part in any of those. I uh, I went to the the first one. What was that? Two or three years ago now. Um, that was they were they were in Chicago, and I was still out there because I went to school out there. Um, so I was able to go to the first one, and it was it was rough, but they also made up for it a lot. Um, still, it was really fun. Um, I like that they're doing it all digital now because there is a lot of people around the world that can't get to these locations. Uh, number one, you know, for monetary reasons, but number two, also with this whole virus, I, uh, that helps a lot. Um, I like the stuff that they have done with having uh, the, the special remote raid passes, where as long as you're kind of in the vicinity of the raid, you could still get in and do it. They've opened up the area of being able to hit Pokestops. Like, it's it's nice. They've done a lot of the stuff that uh, quality of life for the life that we live in now uh, I just hope that they keep supporting it and continue after the fact because I think this has gotten a lot more people back into it, even though technically it shouldn't because you shouldn't be going outside and playing. Um, I I think they need to keep it going. Oh yeah, well I mean it, it, just from seeing the news, it it doesn't look like they're going to slow down anytime soon because uh, they're no, adding the the mega evolutions now and uh, looks like I. I I want to say, is the event still going on for the Galarian Farfetch'd? Uh, I believe it is, yes. I've caught a couple already, so... Okay, okay. Can't evolve them yet, but... And that's that's kind of interesting. It's nice and a little weird to me that they're doing the Galarian Farfetch'd. Um, and we still have... I think we're on Gen 5? So we're catching up. Mm-hmm. But they're still kind of rolling those out uh, little by little um, in groups. So it just kind of seems a little odd to me that they went ahead and just did Galarian Farfetch now. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why, but I guess we'll see. Well, I'm sure it has something to do with uh, you know keeping interest with Pokemon Sword and Shield, especially with the uh, the uh, Isla Armor expansion coming out or not coming out, but that that's been released. Um, Correct. You know, and I, you you got it. You got to keep the interest there. If you if you slow down for any any reason then you're you're gonna lose your audience yeah correct I, I i get that you know and uh nick what do you think i think man i think it's just a a good easy sprite to throw into the game because they already have far-fetched and galarian far-fetched is pretty close to the to the same sprite so i feel like that is probably some of it um and i wouldn't be surprised honestly too if we see um Galarian Slowpoke added into Pokemon Go oh, here soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just because it's they're already like most of the assets are already in the game. It's just a few tweaks here and there. 
Um, but I guess we'll see. Absolutely. Yeah, that should be interesting. Yeah. Also, did uh, I know uh, you two play Pokemon. I play Pokemon. Did anybody do the uh, the special raid that's going on now to catch the, uh, what was it, the... Zer- I'm going to say it wrong. The- yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, please, let's hear it's, it. It's, uh, I guess, Zerora? Zerora? I don't know. But it's supposed to be the, the new shiny Pokemon you can get whenever uh, you do these raid battles, I guess. Yeah. So it's it's up to I believe it's still to the twenty third, um, and it is. Give me one second to pull it up. Um, but, but basically, if you participate, it's kind of like in Mewtwo, uh, Mewtwo uh, a few months back, where you could battle it, but you couldn't. Um, and with that, you if there's a certain amount, I want to say it's a million um, that get defeated. Uh, everyone that participated, and you have to, I believe, move a Pokemon from uh, Sword or Shield into your Pokemon home box, or vice versa. Oh, wow. Uh, and then, if that happens, you get uh, Zerora. Um, if, I believe it is... Oh, it's it's before July 28th, or June 28th, my bad. Okay. So, there's quite a few. Um, and once you get... Uh, one million, well, one million, um, you get the shiny uh, drawer. So that's kind of nice. It's it's nice to see that they've added some uh, extra things to kind of keep that quality of life going. Um, I understand they also just did the DLC, so it might be just kind of adding on top of that. But I remember, I mean, every couple weeks they do a new set of max raid battles that. Uh, add in. I mean, they even had just a couple weeks ago those original the Eevee and the Pikachu that you could only get if you had a save file from Let's Go. Oh and yeah. You get either the fat Pikachu or the fluffy Eevee, mm-hmm. um, which is nice for the people that don't don't have the games. So, mm-hmm. uh, any of you pick up the uh, the expansion for Sword and Shield? I did. I have yet to start it. I'll probably start it tonight. I've been busy with games. Boys, no, and no, I haven't picked it up. Yeah, I uh, just haven't. I haven't taken the time really to do uh, to to do it. If I'm being honest. <clears throat> well, I mean, so I I got it, played it, got to where you can get um, the Karate Bear. What's his name? Urshifu. Kubfu, yeah. Kubfu, yeah, okay. is the, the evolution, I believe. Okay, okay. So I got to that point, and I, I don't know. I don't I don't think I'll play more of the uh, the expansion story as far as catching the Pokemon in these new wild areas, which I that's that's probably the only thing in this uh, expansion I'm enjoying is the new Pokemon, the new uh, the new wild areas. That's cool. And I like the stuff that they brought in there, but as far as the story goes, I, I don't know. It's not catching you. No, it's I. I was breezing through it. I mean, just like the the main game, I was breezing through that. So I'm, um, you know. Yeah, I feel it. Yeah, I um, I think if I am gonna get the the DLC, it'll be just like you know, breeze through the uh, the story. And honestly, just get some of the newer Pokemon for for some uh, competitive battles and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, that's kind of my 
favorite thing to do within the game is, is breeding and, and competitive stuff. But, um, I mean, you can get most of the, or actually all the Pokemon through, you know, trading. So technically yeah, I don't even you to buy the deal. Exactly. Yeah. 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 But I mean, I don't know. I, I, I feel like this might be a opposite take from most people, but I feel like this DLC is really going to show, um, Pokemon company, like what, the fans actually want, you know? So if, if most people don't want this DLC, they're probably just going to, you know, sit back and not buy it. And they would rather just buy a whole new game as opposed to them putting out a DLC. But I don't know, man, I, uh, I think it's, it's a step in the right direction, but at the same time, I would, I think I would like to see more additions of Pokemon. I'm really interested to see what they do with the, um, uh, the the Reggies and and the other uh, legendary birds just to see like because I know uh, in the preview or in the um, when they first announced the DLCs they they had mentioned a bunch of stuff about or they didn't mention it but they showed a bunch of pictures of what looked like the Reggies and and some of the the birds uh, maybe getting a Galarian form yes. um, but I haven't seen much of that online yet so. Yeah, no, those are that that also kind of helped pique my interest. Um, getting those in and kind of getting a new wave of the Reggies and really got into um, mm-hmm. the Gen three. Um, but I am all the way in on this whole new Zapdos, Moltres, Articuno. Oh heck yeah! Um, yeah. Uh, on top of that, we also though, if in case you weren't already filled with Pokemon news, we get more on the twenty fourth as well. Um, where they say they are going to announce something, another big thing. Uh, what do we hot take? What do you think it is? Oh, it's it's going to be uh, the mine. Mine is it's going to be you know a let's go game for the uh, for uh, for Gen two man. It's going to be silver. I'm hoping for for silver, gold, and crystal man. That's 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 my prediction. Of some way, yeah. No, I'd like that as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, I'm thinking gave it kind of the uh, Link's Awakening. Uh, oh yeah, feel and just kind of remade it somehow, or you know, re- yeah. redesigned it, redid the artwork, whatever, um, or just gave us uh, let's go out right. I'd I'd be totally fine with either of them. But for I sure. Gen two. No, yeah, Gen two is awesome. I, I yeah, Gen two is one of my favorites for sure. Um, I honestly think I don't. I think we're gonna hear a lot more about Pokemon Snap. Um, maybe even get a release date. Maybe maybe both uh, a Let's Go game and Pokemon Snap release date at the end of the year. Maybe holiday. I would love that because yeah, they kind of they kind of just left it open ended at the end. They just kind of said it's it's in production. Um, and the last game they did that with was uh, uh, Legend of Zelda Two or Breath of the Wild Two. Um, they they haven't really dropped any more information on that. So I'm hoping Pokemon Go doesn't go like that or not go. Sorry, Snap. Um, and we'll see. I, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. What about you, Colt? Do you have any? hot takes or predictions for what's going to happen? I'm thinking it's it's either a new Let's Go Gen 2 or something with uh, maybe we see more Pokemon Sleep. Maybe we see a couple oh. of those things. You know, we haven't heard of Pokemon Sleep for a while. Yeah, um, you're right. Let me think. I thought there was something else that they announced around that same time that we have yet to see any more of, but I would, uh, I'd be all the way in for another, another Let's Go with Gen 2. I think that would be awesome um gen 2 was the first generation that i started with and so that would be a great little uh blast from the past for me 
Oh yeah. Well, uh, well, let me hit you guys with this. So, right before the Pokemon event, there was a tweet out, and uh, there was more information with the tweet, but it was all in Japanese. But somebody somewhere translated a little bit of it, and it said, "Game Freak is looking to fill 23 new positions for a core game." So, you know, maybe, maybe they might, you know talk about that a little bit or you know maybe the end yeah. of the announcement will get a little news on that but i thought that was kind of interesting you know they have they've already been working on snap uh they're clearly doing these expansions for sword and shield so i, I could see i could see them starting on the next game uh you know do another couple couple years of expansions maybe and then you know roll right into this new one but yeah i thought that was some interesting news that came out ahead of the uh the pokemon event um i don't know i mean i guess we'll we got to just see what happens with uh uh with with what happens on on wednesday and see what they announce i mean it's possible they go with let's go it's possible they go with um i mean they could even go with back to their roots of doing a, a third game that you know, goes on to the story with, with uh, Sword and Shield, or they go the Sun and Moon route and just make two new games that are slightly different stories. Um, mm. That might be a tad early right now, especially since they're putting out DC, uh, DLC. I For sure, that happens. Um, but I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. It's, they've they've had the same formula for games of putting two out and then about a year to a year and a half later putting out a third different game, a slightly different game. Um, for the longest time, if they had X two and white two, or uh, X two and white two, geez, uh, white black two, <laughs> correct? Yes. And you know, and then they had Sun and Moon, and then Ultra Sun and Moon. It's going to be interesting to see now they're going into the whole DLC thing. It's going to be interesting to see what they decide to do and what new route they take with this. Um, hey, maybe even we get lucky and they just announce, uh. DLC for Let's Go that opens up the Hoenn region or uh, uh, Gen Two region. Jodo, yeah, no, that that would be that would be awesome actually because I yeah. mean that's how how Gold and Silver were. I mean at the end it wasn't like you get mm-hmm. to explore every aspect of Kanto, but you did get to go through and play some of the gym leaders like that. That would actually be a really good idea. That'd be great. I mean, and yeah, you know, no, and you don't need to buy fourteen games, or you know, no, and you can just keep going with the DLC, keep it a little bit cheaper. They could make different balls. You know, you get the Ultra Ball, and it's got uh, Entei in it. I mean, you know, they they could do so much with that, or they could just make another game outright and charge it for sixty bucks, and people still buy it. I mean, it doesn't matter. Um, regardless, though, I feel like that. I feel like Let's Go is a great middle filler game each every other year oh absolutely Uh, and they should keep it going because i mean you know my nephew is just turned six years old he wouldn't understand sword he wouldn't understand shield but you know what he flinging it at pokemon and let's go oh heck yeah you know there's it's a lot uh more simple ui and just simple they simplified a lot of it to uh, you know, younger kids could play in it. And it goes back to what I said with Pokemon Smile. You know, it targets a different audience. It targets a wider audience than Smile, but it does target a different audience. And I think I, they need to keep going with that and keep keep bringing those out and uh, keep getting the younger the younger kids involved and and interested, like they did originally with us as kids when it first came out. 
Right, for sure. Yeah. So yeah. after that, we uh, then got a little bit of EA news. Yeah. Um, go ahead and get in on that. Did Did either of you guys uh, watch the the? I guess what was they called the EA State of Play or something like that. Um, but did either of you guys watch the live stream? Yeah, I did. I was in and out. In and out, yeah. Um, so I guess the first thing we got here to talk about is Apex Legends is coming to Steam. Uh, and it's also coming to Switch. Um, during the, the live stream there, they kind of like trolled us. They, they, they led with talking about Steam. And then at the end of talking about all of Apex Legends, then they brought up the Switch edition, um, which I thought was pretty funny. I loved it because I, th- I think everybody on the internet was expecting them to, to drop um, that Apex Legends is on the Switch. And then they the whole time um, I was watching, everyone, like the chat was blowing up like, oh, not on Switch, not on Switch. And then at the very end, like just everyone was like, oh my goodness, it is on Switch. Um, what, what do you guys feel? How do you guys feel about that? Are you guys going to download it? Are you guys going to play it on Switch? It will give me. I downloaded it on the PS4 a while ago, um, mm-hmm. like years ago when it first came out, and I enjoyed it. I just don't play my PS4 a lot um, since then. Yeah, this will definitely get me back into it because it is probably, aside from Warzone, it is my favorite battle uh, royale game mode. Really? Game. Yeah. Uh, yes, why, I, why? I enjoy it a lot. What? What? Um, what? What sets it apart from the different ones? I like the number one. I like the whole f- futuristic, um, almost like what's that that movie? Um, an old, I think it's Elysium, where you know you have these cyborgs and you have these robots that can you know that are basically your army, and you have uh, people with uh, elevated bodies due to science. Like it's it's very science fictiony. Um, which I like a lot. And then it also has still has a very realistic feel. Like it doesn't get too crazy. Like Fortnite, in my mind, it's just so unrealistic that it's it makes it hard for me to play because I've played Call of Duty all my life. So I'm kind of used to having um, more of a, a realistic expected when it comes to shooters, at least. Uh-huh. Um, and on top of that, I love the first person aspect. So that's why, I mean, that's why I love Warzone. That's why I love uh, Apex. I like Warzone the most because it is like the most realistic. I like Apex second because it still gives you that realistic feel, but throws a little uh, sci-fi into it. For sure. Yeah. Uh, Uh, What about you, Aaron? Do you have a... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. The only thing I'm hoping, and I might have missed this, um, is if they're going to have any sort of crossplay with it. Yes, there is crossplay. I believe they announced it for the fall um, and yeah, it's going to be crossplay between Xbox, Steam, um, PlayStation Four, and uh, Switch. So nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I, I'm like you, Colt. I downloaded it, but I got it on Xbox and never really touched it. So this is going to spark my interest in wanting to play it now, mess around with it, see how it goes, and that'll probably determine if I'm going to get it on Switch. More than likely, I will, just to have that other game that we can all play. For sure. But, you know, I'm definitely going to check it out more now than I, I would have if, you know, no news would have come out. Yeah, yeah I mean, might as well now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and then the next thing here is um, they announced a lot of EA games coming to Steam. Um, so, like, The Sims 4. Are you guys big Sims guys? Oh, yeah, I am. Yeah? I've never played. Really? 
Yeah. Oh wow. My girlfriend's big into it, so she'll be excited for this. But oh, for sure, for sure. Well, it's like uh, what confuses me. I guess it doesn't. Um, the the move to Steam now is kind of confusing to me. I guess just because I I know EA has their own like launcher, and I I bought uh, Sims Four when it first came out on on a disc. So I um I guess it's it's easier for the future for digital purposes and stuff like that. But I I, I honestly didn't see this coming. Um, I, I was very surprised by that. Yeah, that um, makes me wonder what's going on with Origin then as a service. Right. Yeah. Right. They're the ones that is EA's basically mm-hmm. their Steam. I wonder what what's happening with why these are all getting migrated over to Steam. I wonder if they're stopping with it or what. Well, I mean, there's yeah, I guess we'll f- so there's Origin, and then there's also what EA Access too. So unless they're moving whatever oh, they yeah. can to Steam, and then whatever else they can to uh, EA, EA Access, Access and just yeah, those two. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and uh, Titanfall two and Dead Space three are also available on Steam. Uh, did you guys play Titanfall at all? I no. did. Really? I mean, I loved Titanfall. It was yeah. a lot of fun. I didn't lot of the second one but the first one um when it first came out me and, and the, the roommates that i lived with at the time we would just we'd play a game and then when you were done you just pass the controller to the next guy and usually like three or four of us would stay up all night just drinking beers and, and playing titanfall we had a lot of fun with it well that's what uh a lot of people that played titanfall a lot of them make the move to apex legends because isn't it made by the same developer correct it is yeah, yeah respawn so yeah so a lot of people see uh a lot of similarities with uh, Apex Legends, so it's kind of it'll it'll be easy for me to uh, to transition between the two. Oh, for sure, for um, sure. I really like Titanfall for the uh, the aspect that it, it gave you little new mechanics with the uh, first person shooter. So that was that was cool. Uh, you know, you could do um, and and I know Call of Duty has done it, but just the way that Titanfall executed it. I mean, when when you're sitting there going after somebody and you do the wall run, or you go to jump into the 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 Titans, man. I mean, that was it was cool, you know. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um. So, what about Command and Conquer? I see there's a uh, they're making a remaster for Command and Conquer. Did are you guys big real time strategy guys at all, or is that just a, a genre that you guys aren't super into? I've grown to like it. Um, just throughout the years, it's it's a nice uh, chill game for me too kind of play while i have a movie on or you know other things going on in the background i can get that you know same thing with civilization like i'm big into doing that stuff with having almost as kind of a background to whatever else i'm you know watching tv or watching a movie right so yeah no i'm i'm more than happy to to get that um especially if it's coming out on steam i that'd be great uh yeah because then i just slap it on my laptop i have it up on the table and Exactly. Yeah, no, for sure. What about you, uh, Aaron? Do you, are you big into real-time strategy games? I am, but I've never played Command and Conquer, so I'll probably uh, I'll probably check it out. I mean, the, I usually like them for the for the chill aspect, you know. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So uh, n- another thing during the um, event was uh, they announced a couple new games. Um, Lost and Random was one of the first ones that they announced. Did you guys get a chance to look at anything about Lost and Random? Uh, outside of what they what they showed, that was pretty much what I what I got to see. It did look it looked interesting. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, it looked it looked, it looked good. 
you yeah. know, it looks good. A nice little action adventure mm-hmm. uh, game. You play a girl that's uh, living in a kingdom ruled by dice that determine their destiny. So that's, I mean, that sounds like a interesting aspect. Um, something kind of a, a fun little style that, I mean, yeah, no, I'd be down. Can't wait for it. Yeah, and another new um, title that they announced is Rocket Arena. Did you guys get any chance to look at that? I did, and I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about it. It looks kind of crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat. I'm, I'm kind of. I'll probably wait to see like what everyone thinks about it when it comes out, and 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 maybe get it like if it's on sale somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just not not a hundred percent my style of game. Yeah, I'm gonna wait to see reviews on this one. It's mm-hmm. uh, it looks interesting, but at the same time, it's it looks I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely like um, it, it, to me, it looks kind of like a mixture of, of something like Fortnite and and Overwatch mixed together. Um, but I, I guess we'll just have to wait to a hear more more about loadouts and and everything like that. Um, one of the things that uh. I, it got me really excited about the EA event, though, was the Star Wars Squadrons uh, chunk that they talked about that. Um, how do you guys feel about what, what they talked about? I um, can't wait for this. I mean, yeah. I, I am all in. This is going to be great. No, yeah. yeah, my opinion has definitely changed since since the last episode that we had. Um, yes. I'm, I'm 100% all in for this, for sure. Well, I know what sold me was the fact that you can do... Uh... VR through the whole playthrough. I mean, I yeah. and I know I talked about this last show that Battle Battlefront One with the X-wing experience for PSVR was amazing for me. It it looked great, and after seeing the 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 gameplay of Squadrons, yeah, I was sold. I was sold. So soon as that pre-order is ready, man, I'm I'm hitting by. Yeah, heck yeah, yeah. And what's got me really excited too um, is the the cross play, man. Uh, being able to to not have to worry about what edition your friends are getting, and being able to play with them is definitely got me really excited. And and also the um, the class like starfighter play, where you have like you have an attack class, you have your bombers, you have your supports, like you have your mm-hmm. your assault. Like man, that, that's just get, that's definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, got me really excited just the different play styles between um all all the different fighters typically when i play like a a game like that even mmos i typically lean towards like support or healer um and just hearing that there's like a support ship that you can like you know you give your allies more shields or, or give them an ammo drop or even um you know hinder your enemies like that's that's really great i i love that kind of play style Mm mm-hmm um, and then uh, the last thing, and in my opinion, the biggest news from the EA uh, thing, Skate. Skate 4 is coming. How, how do you guys feel about it? Man. I am excited. Yeah, yeah. I miss playing those. I play them all the time. You know, Even in college, uh, someone brought their old uh, PS3 and PS2 and played through a lot of them. Um it was, I, I yeah, I'm I'm excited. See, I'm I'm the other way. I'm not a fan of the skate games. I'm more Tony Hawk. I'm more give me give me the Tony Hawk Pro Skater too. Give me give me another another Tony Hawk remake. 
Yeah. Uh, so what what um what draws you towards Tony Hawk as opposed to skate? Is it the the arc? Do you just prefer the arcadey style? Are you just not a fan of how like I guess more realistic the skate franchise is? I would say yeah, because I mean it, it it looks good. Don't get me wrong, the skate games look fantastic. But when it comes down to doing the controls and you know having to do the same thing over and over, I would rather take the two three tries in Tony Hawk than the twenty plus that it's going to take me to learn how to do a kick flip and skate. You know, <laughs> yeah, well you're not just committed. That's it's that's okay. Okay, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. It takes a little extra skill to play skate. It's it's okay. We get it. It's easier to to hold X to 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 kickflip. Hey, I would rather I'd rather I'd rather hit X than try to flick both sticks. You know, like a madman trying to get the guy to do it. <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. Yeah, um, I'm yeah I'm I'm interested to see see what they do. Um, I I really did like skate a lot, uh, but. Um, and another thing uh, to bring up is Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, it seems that they have delayed the release of the game until November 18th. Uh, what do you guys think? Yeah, so I just, I pulled up the uh, the little uh, thing they wrote up for it, um, and basically it's uh, for those of you who are familiar with the with the way we make games, know that we won't ship something out when, which is not ready. Uh, ready when it's done is not just a phrase we say because it sounds right. It's something we live by when we know we'll take the heat for it. At the same time, we're fully aware that making s- such a decision costs us your trust, and trading trust for additional time is one of the hardest de- decisions a game developer can make. Um, right there, it's it, it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, they've already kind of doubled down on this now, mm-hmm. um, saying that they're they you know they're gonna they'd rather trade a tr- trust for uh, additional time to make sure a game is what they want. This game, I'm telling you right now, if November 19th comes and this game is stinky poo poo garbage, it is, or even remotely close to stinky poo poo garbage. They will be coming after them with pitchforks. Oh, for sure. For sure. I think so. Yeah. Um, so it is going to be very interesting. Um, it's it's interesting to see how they, like I said, they kind of doubled down on that. And uh, if, if I remember correctly, isn't this the second time it's gotten delayed? Correct. It is. Yeah. It was. I think it was originally supposed to come out in April. Mm-hmm. Yeah, March or April. I forget. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it's just interesting the way that they worded that. I I don't know. They they could have just kind of said, you know, due to what's going on in the world, like every other, co- you know, company, mm-hmm. due to what's going on in the world, you know, we have to we have to delay this and kind of just build themselves that. But but to just double down and be like, this game isn't ready. This isn't what we wanted because it's not perfect. You're, you're putting a real big target on your back once this game does come out, because oh. if it's not perfect in the fans eyes, you will hear about it. Oh, for sure. I think they're lucky enough, though. Um, CD Projekt Red kind of has like a big cult following mm-hmm. um, with the the Witcher series. Um, yes. I, I have a feeling that most of the hardcore CD Projekt Red uh, fans um, are are probably believing them. I haven't seen. I've seen like I've talked to a couple of people here and there about this, and the general consensus is is yeah, as long as they are giving us a good product, 
then yeah, take take as long as you need. Maybe you know push back on some of the announcements. Um, but it, uh, I, I have full faith in these guys that uh, they'll definitely do their fans and us right uh, for for taking the time and, and you know tweaking it here and there. Because I mean, like, how many Bethesda games when they first come out are just chock full of bugs and stuff? Oh no, I agree. Um, I think people are just kind of tired of that, and and I, I know. Uh, with CD Projekt, man, they are typically pretty. Uh, they are no, nothing short of perfectionist when it comes to making sure their games operate properly. You know, so. Mm-hmm. Now, what one other nice thing about that is they also announced that they're taking advantage of the smart delivery feature um, on the Xbox when it comes out. Yeah. So you know, I, now this brings it two months closer to, you know possibly when the release dates are for the new console generation we're not sure what they are yet um or when they are yet but this obviously is going to put it a lot closer to where right around where they are probably going to drop off the consoles um so with that being said it's going to be nice that you know i could buy the game right now or i could buy the game start playing it and then a week later when xbox the new Xbox comes out, you know, it could just port over. Right. Yeah, they're they're doing the same thing with the with the PS4 slash PS5 version mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. I mean, I know that was a big um, concern for for me and my roommate, honestly. Um, yeah. No, it's it, and it's nice. Yeah, it sucks. Like buying that game on PS4 and then being like, well, now I got this PS5, I have to rebuy it now. Um, and it's yeah, it's a really good move on them that they're they're honoring that for sure. <clears throat> yeah. Um, after that, we heard this week that DC is uh, deciding to do their own online comic con. Um, they're calling it fandom. And what, uh, as our uh, neighborhood comic book person, how do you feel about <laughs> this? Well, um, I mean, it's a smart move for for DC. Um, I mean, on, honestly, with Comic Con being canceled, it, it, you know, that bums out a lot of comic fans. Um, and and honestly, too, like Comic Con has be, has moved from just being a like a comics expo to like now they are also talking about their movies. They're talking about the video games, you know, stuff like that. Um, I'm honestly interested to see like what Marvel's reply to this is, mm-hmm. um, just because. I mean, we have so, there's so much coming out with Marvel. With with you got you know um, Black Widow coming out uh, soon, the movie or at the end of November, um, all the Disney Plus mo- uh, shows that are going to be coming out. Um, they're still p- publishing a ton of comics, but then also the Avengers game. Um, like the, I know they would have been talking about it in July. Uh, so like I'm I'm interested to see what like Marvel's reply to this is. Um, I'm I'm probably gonna pay attention to the news and, and see like what kind of crazy announcements there are but i'm i doubt i'll watch it live i'm not crazy uh a crazy dc fan i love dc's animated stuff um i i do read their comics from time to time um but honestly man as far as like reading comics it's typically marvel or i've even been diving a little bit into image comics recently so now they've also stated that they are going to talk about a, um a number of movies that they're planning on releasing including uh the new uh, suicide squad the right. snyder cut of justice league mm-hmm. um wonder woman 1984 which was just delayed a third time yeah um, batman black adam the flash 
you name it, they're going to go through kind of a lot of that as well. Um, so that's going to be interesting. I, I, like you said, it's going to be it'll it'll be interesting to see what Marvel's response is to this. But personally, I think with this, they have definitely kind of uh, righted a lot of their wrongs. Um, oh, for sure. As far as not listening to fans and kind of being cut off from fans versus how Marvel is relatively pretty open. Um, it, it's nice to see that they're finally kind of doing something for the fans and making sure the fans stay in the loop. Uh, just hopefully now these movies don't suck. But it's, it's, it's nice to see that they're doing it now, but ha- can they, can they undo what's already been done? You know, I mean, you've already, you've already burned however many fans that, you know, are you going to be able to get the, get, get the people back? Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, true. I mean, I guess we'll see. Um, there are already planning a sequel for Shazam. Um, they're planning a sequel for Aquaman. Um, they have the sequel for Wonder Woman. That's still, like I said, it, it got a third delay. You know, um, hopefully they're kind of getting this and starting to bounce bounce back. Um, Black Adam will be interesting to see. This Flash movie will be interesting to see. Hopefully they start finally following Marvel and build some sort of of cinematic universe. Um, but you can't do that when you have a brand new Batman movie that should be in a different Batman universe every three years. You know, that's kind of going to be the difficult difficulties. Um, and it's just, they, they, there's already been an, an easy model that has been out. Um, they do it really well with their TV shows in my, um, having that universe of flash arrow uh, mm-hmm. legends of tomorrow um, and uh, uh, supergirl um, you know they do it well but I don't I don't understand why they don't implement that into their movies it's so uh, weird man yeah I don't under like it seems like their their animation and their like TV shows seem to get the most uh, love yes mm-hmm. and then people and then they wonder why people trash their movies during you know, right. one release. I, it's because you guys aren't putting time into it. I don't understand you guys. People love the, you know, all the animation movie, all mm-hmm. the animated series and the TV series. I mean, I don't really know anyone who has bashed those. Right. Um, why don't you take that same effort and put it into this or that same idea? It just, I don't, it blows my mind. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I can, uh, I, I can agree with that. I mean, same thing with, with Marvel though, Marvel's the exact opposite direction. Yeah. They had, they, right. I mean, they went, they are just full on there. That Marvel movie cinematic universe is just knocked out of the park in my opinion. And then their TV shows were, were bad. Yeah. Yeah. Really? I mean, was, I mean, now we're going to see what? what happens with this whole, now that they have this whole D, uh, you know, Disney plus thing and they're bringing yeah. all these, which they're, I mean, they're using the same actors. So that's, that's going to be really interesting to see how that kind of transitions into uh, TV. So for sure. Um, but I, it, it's it before this, I mean, they had what agents of shield and that was probably it. And even then it was a little rough. I mean, yeah, you know, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see how Marvel responds with all these uh, TV shows as well. No, for sure, man. Uh, speaking of like, yeah, streaming services, uh, HBO Max and DC actually came out with uh, three free comics 
Um, I, I don't. Did have you guys looked at any of this stuff? I think I'm. I've not no, yet. I haven't. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll just say it's it's not worth your time. <laughs> um, oh, there, wow. there are three. There's three comics uh, that have about eight pages each. Um, it's it's an interesting idea. It honestly, what it is is just a big marketing ploy. Um, but these comics follow. Uh, so the first comic is about um, a man named I'm so sorry Hector um, the second comic is about a man named Brian and the third comic is about a woman named Olivia and if you don't notice something going on there uh, their first initials spell out HBO uh, and they also run into a every each of these characters run into a dog named Max um, and, it, it, and from what I saw, uh, every time this dog Max showed up, he, he goes up to like a regular civilian and they go to like look around for his owner and, and go down to pet him. And as they turn around and look back, the dog's gone, but the collar is left there. Um, and they pick up the collar and usually it gives them some sort of super suit and even some sort of superpower. Um, and like it's. It's a very simple story because, like I said, each comic is only eight pages, so there's not really a lot you can do with storytelling there. Um, but uh, honestly, what I'm interested in is in the first one, um, it's a Hector. He is a, an older gentleman, and he has a wife and a son. And at one point at the end of the comic, um, he, he shows up at home, and he's, they turn on the TV, and then the, the next panel is the TV – and it has about it looked about like to be like twenty or so superheroes standing in a circle, or not in a circle, but like in in a lineup. Um, and the and then it pans back to the mom and the son on the couch with the dad's gone. And, and the son looks at the TV and goes, hey, is, "Is that dad?" I mean, and like I said, it showed all these other superheroes. So I'd be interested to see if they're going to try to like continue this as a series. Um, like I said, man, it's it's pretty much just a big uh, publicity, or not even publicity stunt, but just a, a, a big advertisement for HBO Max. Um, every chance they get to put maximum into like someone's thought bubble or them saying it, they capitalize the max and it's in bold. And it's just a very obvious, blatant, like, go check out HBO Max. Right. Okay. Um Finally, we have uh, one more thing. There was uh, the life and death of Denny O'Neill. Um, Nick, you want to go ahead and talk to us about that? Absolutely, yeah. So Denny O'Neill was a comic book writer. Um, he was born May 3rd, uh, 1939, and he actually just died on June 11th, 2020. Um, he he wrote for both DC and Marvel, Um and he like his most noticeable works are Batman. He did a lot on Batman. He did some Green Lantern slash Green Arrow stories. Um, he did a lot of Iron Man and The Amazing Spider-Man. Also Daredevil. But um, one important thing for me is he co-wrote the Superman versus Muhammad Ali uh, comic book. I don't know if you guys have ever had a chance to read that, um, but if you ever find it. Uh, or if you can find it online, or, or if you get like a, a reprint, I highly suggest uh, reading that. It's a, it's a fun little story just about Superman and Muhammad Ali boxing in a boxing ring. Um, oh, so wow. it's, it's, cool. a, it's a great story, yeah. Yeah, I'll have to pick that up. That sounds really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it does. But yeah, it's, it was definitely a sad day when I heard about it just because of all the comics he wrote on, man. Like, he did 
a ton of Batman work. So, yeah, he uh, definitely sounds like a rock star in the uh, comic book for sure industry world. Yeah, no, definitely. <clears throat> um, and then finally, just to wrap this up, um, what uh, what have you guys been playing this week? I've been uh, I uh, so I bought uh, Mario and Luigi Paper Jam. Uh, last weekend, and I've been playing through that, and I've been having a good time with it. Nice, nice. What about you, Nick? Um, actually, so I just picked up a Humble Bundle has a, a bundle right now to um, help with uh, some some justice stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and on that, it is Baba is You is the game that I've been playing. Um, man, I, and I've heard so many good things about it. And when I saw it was on the bundle, I was like, man, I don't care how much I have to pay. Like I would love to play Baba is you. Um, so that is, has been very entertaining. And then another one is called earth night. Um, and that's night, like, like day and night. Okay. Um, and it's like dragons have taken over the world and you're a person like diving into the sky and you land on a dragon and you have to run up their back, and once you get to the, their head, there's like a little mini game where you have to fight the head, and then you, you kill that dragon, and then you jump off, and you, you go on to the next one. I'm not too far deep into that, but um, man, it is definitely uh, right up my alley fighting dragons. So <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, no. Uh, taking a look at the list here, um, it's a uh, Broken Age is is a really fun game. Oh actually. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a that's a good one. Uh, it's also got Bioshock remastered on there, which, I mean, that's fantastic. Wow, yeah, uh, that's yeah. that's one of my favorites. Um, I mean, really, for how much how much is this one? How much is this bundle again? It, they're asking for a minimum of thirty dollars, but you can pay whatever you'd like. And there's like over twelve hundred dollars worth of gaming. There's comics. There's books. There's a ton oh, of yeah. stuff for it. Yeah, yeah, you can't go wrong there. I mean, yeah, you definitely can't go wrong with this. It's it's. You're you're getting a lot of bang for your buck. The money is going to help for uh, racial justice, which I, I think we can all agree that that's that's something that needs to that that's a good charity to raise for. Absolutely. Um, you know, so you, you'll you'll feel good. You'll be playing some good games, reading some great books and, and comic books. I mean, you'd be crazy not to. Absolutely. What about you, Colt? Uh, yeah. What have you been playing? Uh, well, I hopped on a little bit of uh, Star Trek Bridge Crew last night with Aaron mm-hmm. and a couple of our friends in VR. Um, what's nice about it is it does have crossplay. So him and I were playing with our Oculus Quest, uh, while the other two were playing through PSVR. Uh, oh wow, that's awesome! I was I was the captain for the majority of it. Um, I don't want to toot my own <laughs> horn, but I I saved the day quite a few times. Uh, oh yeah, you did. We 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 left without having to lose any lives or the ship. Um, much less awesome. to uh, the opposite of what Aaron wanted, but you know, I, I, I got the job done. What can I say? Um, I'm sorry. I wanted to that, fight space pirates. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, other than that, I've been playing uh, more of the Bioshock collection on switch. It's uh, I love those three games. That is awesome. An amazing series. And probably mm-hmm. some of the best story I've seen in a long time. Oh yeah. Um, on top of that, I've been doing uh, Final Fantasy X, almost done with that one. And uh, my plan is, for those that don't know, um, I am really big into uh, playing music and playing various instruments. Um, I want to remake one of the songs in it uh, com- all on my own um, and get you know 
couple couple instruments in it. So yeah. that'll be fun. No heck yeah, that sounds uh, awesome. Can't wait to attempt that. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to hear that. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll let you know, big guy. For sure. Yeah, I love uh, Final Fantasy music, man. It's definitely as far as video game music goes, it's top notch. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, well, uh, that's uh, that's all the time we have today, boys. Alrighty, well, thanks for stopping by, everybody. Hope you have a fantastic day, and hopefully the week treats you well. We will see you guys next week. Later. Outro music, outro music, outro music.